What's up, everybody? I hope you like that Chinese gong in the background. I'm in the bed of manufacturing, Shenzhen, something like that. Thank you very much for joining this Mother Podcast 80. I'm in China today, and Sammy's in San Jose in the dungeon, the cradle of creativity for Latinx media. What's going on, dude? Just out here in San Jose. It's hot as fuck today. Yeah. Uh, global warming is consuming us all. Uh, Donald Trump is Man, fuck still Donald in Trump. power. That's why I'm and, here. Uh, <laughs> That's why I'm here. I'm trying to get away from that shit. I'm also trying to get away from La Llorona, dude. That shit's crazy. <laughs> La Llorona mania. You follow in your in your fucking in your hero Lalo's footsteps. You <laughs> you heard his call and you said yes, sir. Yep, I yeah, said, I said I will follow you. I'm not gonna <laughs> watch that movie. I'm actually gonna leave the country when that movie premieres. <laughs> Lalo, <laughs> that's what I'm doing. All right, this is my other podcast number eighty. Thank you very much for joining, people. Remember to join our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash desmadre. Uh, we put out another podcast every other week for Patreon supporters only. So if you want that, check it out there. Become a supporter. And remember to subscribe and leave a comment on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud. What, what else? Definitely iTunes, yeah. iTunes. Uh, leave a review and a comment. Tell yeah. us what's up. Give us five stars. Give us, if you don't like this shit, give us the five stars. Mm-hmm. But then talk shit in the comments. Yep. Don't, don't, don't give one star. Just... It's not give nice. the five stars and then say these dudes suck ass. If you have, I gave you all five stars. If you have nothing nice to, to say, pop. don't say it at all. Or I don't know. I'm, I'm Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. I was just I was just about to say. <laughs> In Christ. honor of Easter, we this is a special Easter edition here. Did you do anything for Easter actually? No, I did not do shit. I was fucking. The reason that we're having to do this uh, remotely is because I fucking got sick. Oh um, right. Uh, this fuck on friday and we're gonna get together before you left to um yeah before you left on your trip but i fucking got sick on friday and i was pretty much just kind of out of it uh this weekend even for my my culture's holiday of 420 what's that i i didn't i wasn't able to participate celebration is that what you're talking about no the 420 like oh oh i got I thought you were talking about your Latinx culture, dude. You're not a weed head anymore. You're you're full throttle Latinx. Selena. But weed is part of that culture because it's an herb. It's uh, it was oh. planted here by our by our ancestors. Who actually do, do I'm just fu- do you know who actually like not discovered weed, but like is there like a culture that's credited <laughs> with that? Like some legend. <laughs> Man, I wish I knew. I'm a I'm a fucking poser. I just smoke weed and I don't really give a fuck about the whole culture. <laughs> That's funny. That's uh, funny that you said the thing about the herb because that basically ties back to the La, La Llorona stuff. So, so <laughs> okay. So people, if you don't know, La Llorona came out this weekend and it fucking like did gangbusters. It did like a lot of money. I think it did like 26 million at the box office, and um, another 20 or 30 million in international box office. Um, I can look it up right now. It, it did really fucking well. Um, it you know it didn't get like crazy reviews or anything, but it didn't get awful reviews either. And it just it's a fucking horror movie that and Mexicans like horror movies apparently. Um, so it did really well. But I think it was Thursday, the the day before it premiered, and um, Lalo Alcaraz, the the cartoonist or well, whatever you want to call him, because um, he does other things as well, but. Um, he tweeted out that 
I guess he got like a you know how they sound like a promo kit for the movies like right like probably like a poster or I don't know what but he got like a little bush of sage <laughs> and it was like in a plastic bag and it said like ward off the evil spirits or something like that and it said La Llorona you know <laughs> in theaters or whatever you know and uh and he basically was like not only did they send me this you know pathetic uh you know uh whatever uh, piece of sage that looked, you know yeah. that they bought at party city um but the lead character is is played the lead latina character is played by a white woman and he said i'm gonna pass on this one or something like that you know and then like yeah everyone just kind of went bananas on that not bananas but you know it had like a hundred or something i don't know I'm, my computer's not working properly right now but it had a lot of retweets and like people are like oh my god they're appropriating our culture <laughs> and all this. that's funny that when you f- i hadn't heard about that and when you told me about it just now i I, that seems pretty harmless. I feel like I haven't looked up the post yet, but what he said, it wasn't super. Yeah, yeah. no, no. People were just like, you know, it, you know, people were just like, I can't, you know, and I don't know why we continue to support these movies that are, you know, um, you know, whatever our culture. And, you know, I, it's it wasn't like a big deal what he said. But what's annoying is that like there were like there were like five or six other actors who were Latinos in the movie. And it's just kind of one, I guess, like, we mentioned it last time, Lin, what's her name, Linda Cardellini, the girl from Freaks and Geeks? Yeah. She plays yeah. the lead character. And it's a, she got, a, like, a Latina last name or whatever, so she is Latina. Maybe she's half, I don't know, whatever. Um, but La Llorona is played by a Mexican, by a Latina. <laughs> um, yeah. And then, like, the priest and then, like, the other dude and that, da 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 And the director is Latino. And instead of like just being like hey there's like six latino actors and a latino director let's support this like it was just like you know shit all over it because that one actress is i I just think like people want to see this sort of shit you know and they don't really care who makes it like generally speaking if you're not like in the if you're not part of the the whole like twitter whatever verse of people who care about like the specifics of who made a movie and blah 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 like most people aren't on twitter like commenting on all this shit (laughs) they just see that they just see an ad and they're like i'm gonna go see this movie you know they're not caught up in the in the background conversations like that and the only thing that i guess would be whack or that is whack on his part maybe is just the fact like yeah it's kind of like it was almost like he was baiting that sort of response. You know, you're not going to have like a real uh, nuanced conversation about representation in Hollywood and all oh, that no, shit. None, none of that. Twitter. Yeah, no, it was <laughs> it was definitely a bait. Like it was like I'm like I'm passing on this one. And then just people just started jumping on board, you know, and talking. In shit. those instances, I don't understand why he why people just can't be kind of funny about it, you know, like without trying to. Was it was there it was do you was it a serious post or was there any like was he kind of being like tongue in cheek at all or No, I mean he basically said like, you know, and I'm not and I'm not gonna watch this, you know? This is like, man, why can't you just celebrate the fact that there is a Latino director? And and people were like, um it was produced by this guy named James Wan, who's Asian and who's mm-hmm. done a lot of horror movies apparently. And people were like, And it was made by an Asian, you know, and it was like, Well, you know, he he produced it because he's the guy with the connections at the studio who can get shit done, but at least he got a, a Latino director. I don't know who this director is. I don't know if he's a nice guy or anything, but isn't it Michael Chavez or something like that. But man, the people have spoken. God damn, he t- 
but he tweets a shitload. God damn. Yeah. I, I'm like scrolling. I can't. I can't find it. But yeah, there's a lot of. Um, anyways, yeah. I mean, I, I'm I'm down to watch it. I'll I'll check it out. I'm not huge on horror movies myself. I, but, I don't think, and I would like I said. I think what I said in the when we were talking about this last time was that I'm not even like a big fan of like just the the story itself. Yeah, of just like the the <laughs> traditional stories. <I'd> say. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, nah. I'm gonna pass later. I'm gonna wait for the Chupacabra movie. Yeah, that that will be fucking tight, and I will get angry alongside Lalo if there's not proper representation. <laughs> For the this dog corona. this dog goat is not uh from the border area i'm not <laughs> gonna support this movie it is uh <laughs> yeah the, the guy who makes this cgi version of chupacabras has to be like indigenous mexican yeah yeah like some or like the the graphics dude or the they should the do, editor they should no they should do it all, all on on uh you know by hand like like drawn it should be like no, no computers, dude. It should be all like using organic True. inks and papers. Or they should, like, or or they should try and forge another chupacabra with like, like, like actual animals, whatever the fuck combination. Yeah, it should be. Yeah, they should breed. They should breed a chupacabra. They should definitely. Uh-huh. Breed a chupacabra. I st- I still haven't got to this tweet you're talking about. There's just like a hundred tweets, but anyways, <laughs> there's a lot of a lot of things to be angry about. So you have to keep tweeting. I don't see how people can live that life, man. It's really stressful. Yeah. To just be like, I'm mad yeah. about this and that, and it's like, man. Anyway. Yeah. Fucking. It just feels like yeah. I mean, it's just like, like what I was saying. There's. It doesn't open itself up to a, a lot of like nuanced conversation. It's just like who can everybody's just trying to get their hot take in in like the quickest, yeah. Because it, there's gonna be another story that takes over in the next like hour. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, so that lasted a day or two, but it did well. I did watch another movie um, this weekend, the day before I left, I think, I, on Netflix. Did you hear about this movie, Someone Great? No. You didn't hear about this? Hold on. Is it? It's a Netflix movie. Yeah, it's a Netflix movie. It has uh, Gina Rodriguez as the lead actor. Oh, and uh, Lakeith. That's right. Yeah, Lakeith Stanfield. Lakeith Stanfield, Gina Rodriguez, and like, it was de- definitely. I forget the name of the the chick who wrote it and directed it. It's like a first time feature director, but she's done some stuff like on MTV, like some television work. Um, it's like a, a rom com. You know, millennials. It's like somebody. Gina Rodriguez plays this girl who has been like in a long-term relationship with Lakeith Stanfield's character. And at the beginning of the movie, like basically they break up because she got a job in San Francisco and they're in New York and she's got to leave. And basically she calls her two girls up and they, she just wants to get drunk. And it's, it all kind of takes place in one day of them just kind of getting drunk and running around the city. Um, so it was basically like a little popcorn rom-com flick and I was at home and I didn't have anything to do when I got to bed. So I just saw it and turned it on. And I was like, it was like, it was the one movie Netflix was pushing like over the weekend. Um, yeah, no, I saw, um, I saw Lakeith post about it or something at some point last week. Yeah. Yeah. So I actually watched it. I thought it was actually pretty good. Like it was a little thin. It didn't, it's not, you're not going to get anything deep out of it, but the dialogue I thought was yeah. pretty funny. Like, and nice. it, it was, you know, Gene was actually really good. I, I haven't actually watched like Jane the Virgin. Do you ever watch Jane the Virgin? I did not know I had, hadn't watched it. I, it kind of made me want to watch it because I thought she was really good in this movie. And 
Um, I don't know how good the writing is on Jane the Virgin. I'm guessing it's not bad because it's been renewed a few seasons or whatever. But um, somewhat great. I thought it was pretty good. You, I, I'm curious to see what you think about it. I think you should watch it with Claudia and come back with comments here. Yeah, well, we'll check it out. Um, we saw. Uh, we actually watched Little this weekend. Oh, the Issa Rae one? Yeah, with Issa Rae and um, what's that other actress's name? Uh, Regina Hall. Yeah, Regina Hall. Was it any good? Yeah, it's actually pretty tight. Um, when you were talking about that, it's the the um, what's it what's it called again? Someone great. Uh huh. Um, you're saying that it's a little thin, and it's like your typical rom com. Right. Um, this the little is like a typical like swap movie or whatever. Sure, sure. Um, but what's dope is that like in the case of someone great or someone or little. Is that there's just like it's like your standard movie, but it's just populated by like black and brown people. Yeah. So it's like yeah. you're kind of getting a. It's like the, the template is the same, the type of movie is the same, but it's like it feels fresh because it's not because it is yeah like little is like very black. <laughs> right. It's like it doesn't really like doesn't shy away back. from that. Yeah. 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 No, that that's what the um, thing with someone great too. I mean, someone great. The thing where they tried to do that was make it like really multicultural. So they had um, Gina, and then they had some black chick, who that role, this black chick who was a lesbian. The 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 character was a lesbian. It was it was almost like they wrote it for Lena Waithe, but then Lena Waithe is too like big now, <laughs> so you're not gonna be able to get her. Yeah. Uh, so they had some other black chick who was actually really good too, and then some white chick, more the three friends, so. It was kind of like scripted to be like really multicultural, you know, which right you could be like a cynic and be like, oh my god, like you know, so intentional, whatever. But you know, it worked. It it, it worked, and and Gina's character was funny because like she would actually have like use like Spanish here and there, like for certain expressions, expressions like she would call her girls putitas or something like that, you know, or like hmm. she would just say like random shit. And it for me it didn't seem like heavy handed. It seemed like natural in a good way. Yeah. But no, you should check it out. I'm curious to hear what you think. I forgot that little came out because I did. I did see the trailers for that, and that shit did look pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. That that little girl is really talented. <clears throat> yeah. Nice, nice. Did so. I guess um, yeah, another. Uh, okay. Um, no, I was just gonna say that we also watched. Um, I watched Breakfast at Tiffany's for the first time. It was fucking random, but. Damn, dude, you had a um, real. I've never seen it before. You had a real girls' weekend, for real. And like the the um the Asian character that everybody always talks about. I don't know if I've ever seen it. To be honest, confession. Really? Yeah, yeah. it's it's like that the Audrey Hepburn's you know like yeah. most famous movie or whatever the fuck. Those like those older movies. Uh-huh. It's like hard to like my attention is just it just feels so dated but anyways like there's a ridiculous asian character played by um mickey rooney by mickey rooney and like he has like yeah mickey i think that's his name mickey rooney he's like that old actor yeah 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 um, yeah, from yeah. Like the, i was just clarifying i didn't know if <laughs> that's the name that i heard but yeah yeah he, he plays a he plays like a landlord and he has like dentures like teeth that stick out and he does like a really obnoxious asian it's it's absurd but <laughs> Um, <laughs> like, oh man! When was it made? Was it in sixties or fifties? Sixty-one, I think, okay. in the early sixties. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I only bring that up to show that, like, the, the like the change in like fifty years. Like even in the eighties, if there was like a rom com, like you had the um, I don't know, like uh, sixteen candles. You remember Porkies that? Or whatever? No, 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 like sixteen candles. Yeah. 
Like that had like oh, a yeah, yeah, over yeah. the top Asian character, Long Duck Dong. I don't know if you remember that. That's right. Like that's he would be right, like Dong, yeah, yeah. or like I am the Donger, and he was like <laughs> this ridiculous like. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on Lalo's Twitter, uh-huh. and uh, on his profile, his uh, his geotag is for it says Aslan. It's that's his geotag. Nice. He lives in the <laughs> mythical space of Chicanexes. Nice. <laughs> Speaking of which, um, this is a big, uh, big, big, big month. It, it's all of the Selena parties across Beaner cities in the U.S. Yeah, yeah, that's all um, over the place. Celebrating her birthday, her life, her legacy. Did you go to um, any of these things? No, I did not. No. I, I, the, the Sonilla Clash one was this past weekend, right? Yeah, the um, Sonilla Clash dudes, shout out to them. You were you were they, sick. Yeah, this is their fifth one. Crazy. Yeah, I was unfortunately, but yeah, that's their fucking fifth one. And we saw the first one um, here in the Bay Area. And I've, I've, I'm curious. I haven't really looked up, but I would imagine that in in Texas and maybe places like Chicago or whatever, there's a lot of Mexican people in particular that they're gonna. It's it's interesting that that it happened this way, right? I mean, did you do you remember people celebrating Selena like this like 15 years ago? No, they she just been shot, man. There's nothing to celebrate. You got to let the body fucking get oh. cold first. <laughs> but that was like 90 even like let's say 10 years later in 2005 or 2006 was there like Nah, there was no like parties like, like that. Nah, nah. Nah. I mean, that, that whole mythology has just grown and, you know, people have figured out that it's like a marketing thing now, too, you know, like, you, right, know, you yeah. couldn't buy like a Selena t-shirt the way you can now or, you know. It, yeah, they fucking have them at Urban Outfitters at this point. Yeah, yeah. No, I was, that's, I think, over the last, yeah, like you're saying, the last five years when it's really blown up, I would say, um, huh. the Latinx explosion of culture. Um, the (laughs) commodification or is that a word (laughs) commodification of our people you got yeah the explosion of fucking one one figure over and over (laughs) (laughs) well yeah i mean no it's like you know like you know like there's like all this shit like it's like you know effectively you know like like the brands like fuchila or maldicion or like that sort of stuff like have taken iconography and really started building stuff around it and, 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 you know, businesses and shirts in a way that maybe you might be able to find one or two here at the Pulga or whatever, but nobody was doing it in an organized way. I think until the last five to 10 years. Um, right. And I think part of that is it's like time. And then it's like social media and the internet has allowed a lot of that to really kind of grow for sure. Yeah. In ways that was not possible before. Uh, but certainly the Selena thing has kind of taken on its own life. And yeah, five years in a row for that party. I, I was thinking about going, but I was like, man, I'm not even going to be able to get my ass home if I go to that. I'm going to be fucking too, yeah, too, yeah. too ham. Actually, I, I was going to leave on Saturday. I was, I had, my flight was Saturday morning and then like legit Friday night at 11 p.m., my coworker, my project manager, like texted the group of people who are going, and he's like, "Hey guys, dial into this call right now. There's an update." So it was like 11:30 at night. We got on the phone call, and they're like, "Holy shit!" Yeah. So I was I was packing and I was getting ready to leave on Friday night when I got a call, and then figured they were like, "We're not gonna have our our stuff is not ready in China, so push the whole trip by one day." And I was like, "Dope." 
So they changed our flights that night, yeah. and I, I basically when, stayed home Saturday. And dude, I installed like a, a video camera system at my house. I'm like, <laughs> I'm totally fucking like, uh, what's the? I don't know. I feel kind of creepy, but then I'm like, this is kind of dope. Basically, like when I travel, if nobody's home, I can. I just even here it works obviously though you just connect it to the internet and these cameras they're like all wireless, um, and you just like I put one right next to the cat food you know because <laughs> I have like the automatic cat right, feeder, right. and then I have one uh, outside like by the entry and then one like in the living room, and I can just like tap in and just be like what, what, see what the cats are doing you know it's pretty dope. See if there's any perverts fucking roaming around. <laughs> Naked people walking around my house. Awesome. <laughs> um, but yeah, these cameras are, there was like a really good deal. So I was like, Oh man, I, I've been wanting to get one of these and, um, it, you don't even have to pay like a monthly fee or anything. You just put the cameras, connect them to the internet and boom. Nice. That's what I did Saturday. I installed those. And then I also installed, have you heard of like smart lights, man, the future is here. Like forget about our Latinx culture. Let's talk about the internet of things. <laughs> The Internet of Things. I hooked up this thing. Uh, I fucking. I, I, this is the first time I ever done this. I don't. I don't normally like to do. Um, what's it called? Like, electric worker on your house or whatever. Like, I, I always like scares me. I'm like, I'm gonna kill myself or burn the house down. But I was like, fuck it. My coworker was like, oh no, these things are easy. I basically took out my light, the light switch for the light that turns on the outdoor lights, and put in like this Wi-Fi connected one. And basically, I can turn off my lights, you know, from my phone as well. <laughs> um, oh shit! Yeah, yeah, and like, Dang, you didn't go for the for the clappers. Those are <laughs> dated. I just clap like hello loud all the way from China. Clap on. Yeah. Yeah. No, but dude, then it's connected to Siri. So if I'm walking, if I'm in the house, I can just be like, "Hey Siri, turn on the outside lights," and it like turns them on enough, or I can do it from the phone, or I can just go up to the wall and hit the switch as well. Um, but this shit is crazy. I mean, that's I, the more traditional way, <laughs> the more standard way of just manual uh, flipping of <laughs> switches. <laughs> I'm done with that. I don't. I don't touch things anymore, other than my phone. <laughs> um, but no, these things are crazy. I, I know this shit has existed for a few years or whatever, probably for the since the celebration began. Um, <laughs> but um, but it was actually really easy. I fucking put that thing in connected it to the internet and like within like you know half an hour it was working on my phone and what so i can see now i have the outdoor camera i'm looking at the outdoor camera and then i go to the app and turn the light on and off and i can see myself switching the light on and off all the way from china fucking amazing that's crazy that's pretty crazy it's pretty cool and now everyone who listens to the podcast knows that if I'm if the lights are on, it doesn't matter. I'm probably not home. You're gonna break into my shit and steal <laughs> steal my children. <laughs> It'll be recorded. You'll be you'll be uh, recorded. Oh yeah, yeah. In ten eight in ten eighty in HD. Yeah, yeah. No, one of the reasons why I got it is because there were some break ins, kind of like in in Boulder Creek area, and people post those those camera uh, images, and like they're fucking clear. They're like they're gonna get this dude. Pretty pretty obvious. Like. <laughs> You know, people just like walk up through there. Okay, shit. Anyway, that's what I did with my Saturday. I said that I made my home smart. That's what I did. <laughs> it used to be dumb as fuck. Now it's it's moderately. You know, it's like a it's it's like I got a B minus average right now. I need more shit, more smart appliances. Right. I was like, well, what other what other smart things could I get for the house? 
You can you can control your heater and your air conditioning, but I don't have air conditioning because nobody in Cali has air conditioning where we live anyway. Um, I got the the feeder. The cat feeder is is smart, so I can actually hit it and watch cat food drop automatically. Um, I have the weather the toilet, the plumbing, 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 or the, like set up a tube from your bed to the. To your bathroom, you don't even have to get out of your bed. You just shit, and it it gets funneled into the plumbing system. I don't know how that would work, but I don't know if that's smart. Maybe something I can. That's just kind of foul. <laughs> <laughs> that's just. I think that's a traditional. That's just called a toilet in your bed. That's called sleeping on the shitter. <laughs> Yo, the the toilet here in my hotel is smart. I'll tell you that it's it's like one of these Japanese ones. And when I open the bathroom door, actually, no, there's a separate little door just for the shit, like for the toilet. And when you open that, the, the, the seat cover lifts by itself. It welcomes you. It's like, and then the, <laughs> and then the, the seat is heated. So you sit down and it, it's nice. It's got a bidet. That's hilarious. Does it fucking tell you if you have cancer or some shit? No, or I don't if you're not eating that. enough I wanna know that. calcium or something? They're just like you ate Indian food, bro. Back off. That's <laughs> that's how smart it is. Chipotle once again, huh, friend, or some shit. Like. <laughs> Lay off the Chipotle, buddy. <laughs> you need more fiber. Oh man, yeah. So so yeah, that's what I ended up doing with my Saturday is is doing that shit to the house, and then I left Sunday morning. Um, what what else is in the, in the Latinx space? I see that um, Elado Negro. What's that? Yeah, Elado Negro's yeah yeah Pitchfork's best new album. Basically, um, Elado Negro is now legit because the gods at Pitchfork have deemed his most recent album worthy of a best new album. Yeah, um, I'm most I I love Pitchfork. I'm it's like one of the websites that I've been following since you know I was like in high school since day one. That's how I have such great taste in music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it no, for it, those that don't know? Pitchfork is, is basically it, like this music review site, um, and it's for fucking pieces of shit hipsters like myself. Nice. And um, they're pretty big. Like they, I think they started in Chicago as like a magazine or something. And over the last like ten years, they're like they're like the music review site, um, mainly for like indie rock and like rap more recently. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's basically for hipster pieces of shit. Like I said, and um, a lot of their stuff is just like I said, like indie pop, indie rock, um, and so. El Lado Negro is one of the one of the first, I think, Latinos to be recognized. Um, I would imagine they, ha- they basically have like I would they have a list. Google has best- been mentioned on there, no? I, I would think. Google, everybody gets reviewed, but only like a few albums get picked as like the best of the best or whatever the fuck. Right. So like right now, right now, like the top like five or six are Beyonce's Homecoming. Um, this band called or Nilufer Yan. It's a bunch of indie shit. Like Solange is on it, and yeah, El Lalo Negro is like. I don't know if Beyonce is you know indie, so. bro. <laughs> Beyonce is yeah, as yeah, basic it's like as this... you can get, man. It's a Coachella. <laughs> Have you? Did you see? Did you see her Coachella performance? No, I haven't. I've been wanting did to. You, did you hear about it? No, I heard about it, it. That's on Netflix too. 
Wait, that that's the Netflix. Oh, that's like from a year ago though, right? Or something? Or what is that? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. It's from a year ago. No, everybody was talking about it's it. It's pretty dope, man. Yeah. Why did it take them a year to put yeah. it up though? Were they just timing it with Coachella again or something? Or I think so. I think so. Yeah, I thought that was funny that she released it like when now that the 2019 Coachella. She's like, "Fuck you." Um, it was like, uh, what, yeah. Who, who was uh, it? Was another chick who headlined, right? But anyway, related to that, I heard that it was gonna be Kanye, but he wanted them to do something really outrageous, you know, like for the stage. Yeah. And wanted some. He made some like super ridiculous requests for infrastructure with regards to like logistics and the stage and kind of what he wanted to try to do and they were like no we can't do that and so he said fuck you then and then they brought in uh, i think it was ariana grande or somebody like that you know? yeah that's who it was Is that's it? that's who i think headlined the yeah so they brought in ariana yeah. and then then kanye did the church service on right at coachella which are you are you down with that or what uh i guess but i mean that's like that's what was interesting about um, like to compare it with last, like Beyonce's performance last year, and it was basically like Beyonce's thing was, I think, very, very like political, like inherently political. Mm-hmm. Like she more, it, it was like an homage to like um, HB. What is it? HBCU? HCB? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I think I feel HBCU. Like- yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like she had like you know like uh, like marching fifty bands. people on stage yeah yeah marching band uh, drumline and shit so and then like the first thing that she said when she walked on stage was like can you believe that I'm the first black woman to headline Coachella like ain't that a bitch and so um so yeah in terms of Kanye's thing like I don't know I, I'm I'm kind of over Kanye at this point he's fucking like I don't think I've mentioned this to you but he's basically like a like a prominent figure in the new season of the kardashians and he never really had been right he'd been kind of like in the background right but now he's like doing like the interviews and shit and oh dude it's like he's gone man he's i i love so much of his music i think he's like a really dope artist but i think he just got warped got fucking sucked into um the hollywood whatever the fuck you want to call it and now it's just like i don't know he's kind of like a freak show now yeah unfortunately i feel like you gotta leave la man i feel like you can't be there without like getting really screwy you know like because they're they're yeah, especially they're, him i mean well no i mean like a lot of i'm mean, not a lot but like you think of like prince who like always went back to like minnesota and he had his compound you know like you just gotta yeah you can't like be there like be just you know part of like the scene over and over because it it's kind of like being on like an awful treadmill. It never ends, you know. It's like all about like yeah. hype and just kind of being seen and seeing and just kind of staying current or whatever. But if you just want to like make art, you don't need to be there. You know, you go for meetings or whatever. Like whether you're a musician or a filmmaker or whatever it is you are, but um, uh, it just seems like a fucking black hole of just it could just suck you in really bad. <laughs> uh yeah yeah so yeah i mean have you have you listened to the to get back to the the, the new level negro album i have man i have i actually had been listening to it immediately because i'm like i follow him on spotify so i get notified obviously like you know when you get a new when an artist drops something if you're follow them you get like immediate notification so i saw when that came out like a month or two ago i don't know when um 
Yeah. Yeah, man, I, uh, I've been, like, riding a lot of Negro's dick for a long time, man. Like, we have, we went to his concert, like, I remember that, like, four years ago, right? Yeah, th- yeah, 2013 or 14, 14, maybe even, no, yeah, it was, like, 2015, I think. Yeah, yeah, 14. But yeah, he's he's definitely, <laughs> I was, <laughs> I just looked up this, the Pitchfork review that I'm talking about. So, they do reviews, they do, they do like, a, like, a 500-word kind of review on all these albums or whatever. Uh-huh. And just to give you a sense of how douchey these guys are, this is, like, the, the, the tagline here, it's, El Lado Negro deepens and expands upon the imaginistic nature of his lyrics and cosmic synth folk. It is a sublime, masterful piece of music. Yeah, well, I mean, so. yeah, it's, it's, they're not wrong, you know, it, 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 describes, <laughs> it, it describes his vibe, you know, it's kind of douchey, but, yeah, yeah. you know, it's just a really good album. Yeah, you know, I thought it was pretty good, that the, the song uh, Running or whatever, I think it was really dope. Um, yeah, yeah, it's really all of his music has always been very rich, yeah. but it does feel like this one. Um, yeah, he's kind of definitely like just flexing at this point. Yeah, yeah, he's um, good. He's really good. It, like, it'd be interesting. But the the crazy thing on Spotify is he actually doesn't have a lot of listens. He he hasn't broken huh. kind of like super mainstream at all. Obviously, he's not like a mainstream mainstream artist, but. Even right. compared to the kind of that indie verse sort of like space of artists, like he doesn't have a lot of plays. Like check out his Spotify. I was I was surprised at that. Like I was listening to it a couple of days ago actually. Um, and it's funny is like you mentioned that he was coming to town last week. You're like, hey, like maybe we should try to see if there's some way to get him on the podcast. You know. <laughs> And uh, yeah. you're like, he's coming to town. And I actually totally forgot. Like, I actually bought tickets to that already. Like, I bought them like months ago. Oh, hilarious. Ago. I bought those tickets like months ago. And I, I was on my calendar or I got a reminder or something on my calendar. Because when I bought them, I was like, I better put this on my calendar or I'm, I'm going to forget. Because I never planned that far ahead. <laughs> um, right. So I actually have four tickets to that show. I think it's like, when is it? Like May 3rd? What, May Is it next uh, week? 7th, I think. Is it the 7th? Let's see yeah 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 i'll uh i'll definitely reach out to him see um hopefully <laughs> he'll probably be say, dope to get him on for sure say fuck off but it's worth reaching out i don't know it'd be dope to talk to him um but yeah i have tickets so if you want to go dude i have i have some tickets um yeah uh but yeah it, it's a fucking dope album i've been listening to it i'm not gonna say like on repeat but i've heard it several times let's talk about real music though dude cypress hill first listening <laughs> to hip-hop group to receive a hollywood star oh shit Shit. Those guys. So yeah, Cypress Hill is getting a fucking Hollywood star. Yeah. First Latino hip hop group. Y'all already know what it is. We're taking over. <laughs> uh, you can either accept it or, you know, fight it. But if you fight it, it's a lost cause because we're fucking taking over this bitch, <laughs> along with black people and Asians, and uh, queer people. <laughs> anyway, we're taking over, people. Everybody who used to get <laughs> beat up and made fun of, we're taking over right now. Um, no, that's pretty. It's dope. like that movie Revenge of the Nerds, but in real life. <laughs> <laughs> get to fucking bang a hot cheerleader at the end of this, a white blonde cheerleader. Nice, nice. <laughs> good. No, yeah, that's that's funny. When I saw that, I was like, I was started thinking like, what the fuck is even like a Hollywood star and are they even fucking relevant anymore? You know, we're talking about how fucking whack and egregious fucking Hollywood is like, yeah, who, I mean, 
is it that i mean it's cool i think it's don't you can't you just buy one or something like that doesn't it just like somebody have to like raise money (laughs) no seriously like i think like you actually have to pay for it like somebody has to come up with the money for it or something like that um shit and then they do like damn that's a scam what yeah even fucking donald trump has one like what what the fuck has he done in terms of hollywood just you know let's remove all the fucked up shit or whatever the apprentice he's not a the the apprentice dude (laughs) a groundbreaking show about entrepreneurism man you know exactly yeah. yeah i actually saw cypress hill um in like 20 or no like 2004 really they fucking i regrettably saw them open for blink 182 um, <laughs> back when before i started reading pitchfork and uh, my my music taste got more refined back when you were just I a was basic a big fan of mexican-american uh, concert goer yeah yeah fucking going to uh what the sh- fuck was that thing called like edge fest or something nice it's like the the there's this um radio station in north texas called the edge okay yeah and I they remember play the like they they play like the best alternative you know like <laughs> <laughs> stained cr- and like all that shit so yeah for some reason they brought um uh, yeah it was blink 182 cypress hill and actually that's hilarious it was taking back sunday i don't know if you're familiar with them i'm not familiar with they're them. like a they're like fucking emo rock. I was about to say, shit, were you uh, wearing mascara at this con? Wearing a beanie and uh, <laughs> a little bit of uh, mascara at this concert. Exactly. Um, who did you? Go- actually, who did you go with? Do you remember? Yeah, dude, I went with my friend. Actually, Ben, my friend Ben Murray. Nice. And uh, oh, I said his last name. Whatever. Now he's outed as a Blink One Eighty Two fan as well. <laughs> Uh, ben and my, yeah, my other friend Strider, the, my fucking middle school friends that I'm still friends with to this day. Um, this was, it was cool because it was like right before, it was like, I think it was at the, either at the end of when I was in eighth grade or the beginning of ninth grade. Yeah. And so it was cool. It was like before we started drinking and smoking weed and shit. So it was very innocent and we're just like, we're just hardcore Blink-182 fans, man. I, I hate to say that and I hate to document it and... <laughs> Like put that out there, but I gotta be real, you know. I'm I'm not gonna hide. What is um, your favorite Blink 182 song? <laughs> Fuck! Oh shit! Oh man! Uh, it's been a minute since I thought about Blink 182. <laughs> I would say, um, I guess the their their album "Take Off Your Pants and Jacket." Oh yeah, it's yeah. just so hilarious. So, yeah, so brilliant. Such so there's just. Uh, that one was probably the the best, and then they uh, they were weird, man, because they started off as like like kind of like a they're, they're from San Diego, I believe, or somewhere in SoCal, mm-hmm. and they started off as like a kind of like a cool grungy punk band. Yeah, and then they got Travis Barker as their drummer, and they just turned crazy pop punk, like the Enema of the State shit. I forgot he was part of that. I forget, yeah, I yeah. He, he joined after they had. It was like, like a, a couple years after they were a band. Why the fuck? Are, you know what? I let's just move from to the next topic. But basically, I fucked with Blink One Eighty Two heavy back in middle school, and, and then I started reading Pitchfork. Hey, they now, got you to see that. Cypress Hill. You can't hate him for that. True. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. They're they're another band that instead of deserving the star, deserves the weed logo on uh, yeah not the star sure (laughs) we should have a whole uh, a whole other street where it's just the 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 weed plants 
maybe like it could be like in in you know uh, in Boyle Heights or something hip like that, or uh, Echo Park or Silver Lake. Maybe Silver Lake. It would be more exactly. They'd have a street with the the weed plants instead of the Hollywood stars, and uh, and Cypress Hill could be the first one that goes there. Well, speaking of of other uh, Latino whatever hip hop shit, like did you hear that song from uh, from Snow, the product? Yeah, yeah. Bilingue. Yeah. Um, that came That's up. Ra- pretty dope. Yeah, it came up randomly in my uh my some Spotify rap thing I was listening to, like New Finds or some shit. Um, and I was like, who the fuck is this? And I, I mean, I, I kind of. New, sorry, I recognize her voice a little, but um, yeah. So Snow the product, who I think she lives in the Bay Area, actually. Um, She's from here, from San Jose. Yeah, yeah. Uh, dropped the song Bilingue, which is really fucking good. But I don't think she reps San Jose. Hilariously enough, I don't, I don't. Who fucking cares, dude? You're gonna start a, tr- a little it's, Twitter war now? You gonna? It's fucking. I'm gonna I'm go on Twitter right now and be like, Sanho for life. Snow <laughs> the product. Uh yeah, I mean whatever. But, she's, no, she's dope as hell, man. Yeah, she's. I've always thought she was really talented. I, I think she's like a good she, example. Of, she's like gotten better, you know. Um. Yeah. Yeah. And and you, I've just yeah I've always appreciated just her I guess like aggressiveness and uh, it doesn't seem like she was um I feel like maybe part of the reason that she's not super super blown up right now is that. She kind of just stuck to her own little mm-hmm. little lane and mm-hmm. didn't, didn't want to go like full blown pop or she didn't want to be like the hot Mexican chick, you know, who. Yeah, I was about who, to say uh, she hasn't done the whole like sexualization kind of, you know, not the shit on yeah, like yeah. Cardi B or, you know, any of these other kind of Nicki Minaj sort of things, but rappers or whatever. But she hasn't gone that route. And, you know, for whatever reason, like she just does her own thing, which is dope. But. And and she stuck around on just purely on the basis of her talent. I think you know, like I think she does have a deal with like Atlantic or something, or maybe is that did she break that deal? I, I don't know. But she's still out there. She's still making shit, and and I it, and it's been cool to see. Like like I said, like I feel like it's gotten better. And that song in particular yeah, yeah. It was just really well written and and just produced really well too. I was like, man, that just kind of popped out of nowhere from from on my feed. Um, but yeah, if you haven't heard right. that song, that's Snow the Product of Bilingua, check that out. Um, that's pretty dope. I think the other uh, the other thing I saw that was cool is that she was she did a song or she did a show or something with Reverie, who's another rapper, a uh, female Chicana rapper or Latinx or whatever. We're not gonna, whatever. I don't know how she self identifies. Um, another female rapper in uh, out of LA that I that I I think is really good. Um, but they were like cool you know fucking with each other like in a good way you know i was like oh that's dope you know they're not talking shit they're not whatever it's just like they're they're helping each other out that's what i like yeah that's what i like to see um but yeah so if you're looking for some uh uh good rap check out slappage that. some some <laughs> shit to slap <laughs> as they say out here in the bay area yeah no it was cool like there's some like really good writing on it i don't have it in front of me and stuff but i was just kind of cracking up you know it's the song is called bilingual obviously so it's about you know being bilingual and and she kind of trashes like trump in it a couple times and like it's just it's a hell yeah it's a good song it's a really good song it's not tucanes de tijuana but i mean it's (laughs) oh yeah we forgot to mention that um that tucanes de tijuana they played at coachella uh the first weekend do you think that and, was uh, like drew like a general audience, or was it just like the f- 
you know, 100 beaners who go to Coachella kind of drifted over to that stage to listen. Or were like white people like, oh my God, it's the Tucanes. I'm like, I love Lachona. <laughs> um, <laughs> my housekeeper, I think it, my housekeeper put me onto the Tucanes. They're so <laughs> good. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. My housekeeper. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I think for the I only saw a clip. There was just like a clip of people dancing to La Chona, and it looked like it was a, a bit uh, like a decent sized crowd. Huh. Uh, I think it was probably a combination of both of like the beaners that were at Coachella, and then just everybody else. Yeah. If you compare, uh, uh, you know, Beyonce's Coachella mm-hmm. performance with, with the Tucanes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What What are What are we doing to I think really the, fucking hype that shit I up. think the first step is we need to start some historically brown colleges. You know? Yeah. We need to, <laughs> we need our own universities, yeah. okay? Without that we can't do a show <laughs> like like Beyonce's. We need our, our Exactly. <laughs> we need a people have actually tried this. That's a whole other black hole of conversations. There's like National Hispanic University and a few like Latino kind of universities, but I don't think any of them have, have lasted. Shit. Um Whoa. Yeah. Yeah, but I think now, yeah, now I think it was a good move on them to to put someone like Tucanes on the lineup. Yeah, I mean they're probably seeing the success of like Tropicalia and other kind of like these smaller festivals, right? That are catering more to that yeah. crowd and being like, okay, well, you know, let's throw some of this in there and we'll get some of those people over here. Um, yep. Yep. So it makes sense. Hopefully, Tropicalia continues and others. I, I, I'm, I'm still holding out hope that you know the sunny the clash thing gets bigger every year like their kind of september thing and that they can yeah yeah really become like the northern california version of all of this but um you know we've talked about this before you just need somebody to be really aggressive on the money front man <laughs> like yeah you know. that's what it takes and then there's like i mean not to get into this whole fucking conversation but of yeah of basically in the world of you know online activism and calling out and shit it's like the the especially in this space the latinx space or whatever the fuck you want to call it is people they're people are going to get called out for accepting this money like oh you're 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 accepting money from tropicalia from you know they're aligned with constellation brands and they're funding they're taking water from mexicali or whatever the fuck yeah or you're 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 being funded by coachella like I th- I don't know. It's a it's a much more <laughs> nuanced conversation than we're gonna have now. But yeah, and then and I personally think. And then as soon as somebody no, ahead, somebody I'm, in our community, like whether it's Sunny the Clash or whoever it is, like starts a festival and starts making money, then they're like, oh, they're just making money off of our culture. It's like, uh, yeah, that's the whole fucking <laughs> point. Like, we should fucking yeah. make money off of our own shit. That's the fucking point. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what these people what they would what they want. They just want like fucking like drum circles where you go and you meditate or something like as a form of entertainment or something like. <laughs> they just want to stay in bed and tweet and just be miserable, basically, because <laughs> that's what everybody's doing. They want to get that that fucking bed to toilet uh, concoction. Oh, that'd so be So that dope. they can just sit in bed. Yeah. Shit and tweet. Yeah, as long as there's a phone charger next to it, then that's they, they would never leave for sure. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, if the internet connection for Postmates and I was gonna say DoorDash. D- DoorDash, yeah. Door- <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I used DoorDash for the first time the other day, and like, I mean, it's cool, but 
Man, I spent ended up spending like you know twenty three dollars on like some small dinner, you know, like that should have been like yeah twelve dollars if I had just gone and got it, you know. The thing I trip out about is like you you know when you go to a restaurant, you're like worried that maybe the employee is having a bad day that they're gonna rub like oh your the, fucking like yeah yeah your their nuts on like your hamburger patty or whatever yeah. So now you have to worry about the not that person, but also the driver. Dude, I so. thought I was the only one being paranoid about that because the guy who gave me my food was <laughs> kind of creepy looking. And I was like, man, yeah, this guy could have just wiped his ass with this and like, you know, spit in my <laughs> drink or something like that. And I was like, uh, well, I guess I'm going to yeah. trust this. Um, yep. Yeah, yeah, but not, mostly I was just like, man, that's too much money. Like, I just got to go to the store and I just got to go and eat there next time. Fuck this. Anyway, yeah, so El Lado Negro, uh, I think, opened up this whole conversation, but I'm looking forward to that show. That first one we went to was pretty dope, um, and uh, hopefully the, the his his stage presence and everything. He'd, remember it was like they had like those dudes like dressed in like silver pom-poms? I don't know what they were. Yeah, yeah, that's part of his show. I feel like he used those for a minute. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, speaking of Sonido Clash, and they, they brought him out. I think you were out of town that year. I think it was two years ago. Oh, was he part of that? Uh, yeah, yeah. That, massive, really, that was the, what's that? an amazing year that they had, like, Guko and him and a bunch of other people, right? Yeah, yeah. It was right before Guko, like, blew up, blew up. Yeah. And I guess uh, they were still <laughs> within budget. <laughs> right, right. And uh, but yeah, yeah, Lava Negro, yeah, he put on a really sick, sick show that that year. Damn, um, I, yeah, I missed out on that one. That that's for sure. And the Prayers was there that for that one too. That's right. Yeah, Prayers was there. That's right. Shit, that was a good year. Fuck, they need um, to keep that going. Have you watched Game of Thrones though? Real culture. <laughs> Elvish, elf, <laughs> elf culture. <laughs> what, what what are they? They're not They're elves, just, man. They're just fucking regular people. Game of Thrones, just <laughs> like you. The regular people, just like you and I. It's like a, a <laughs> two siblings who are fucking each other and have kids together. That's the <laughs> and and their mid, and their midget brother. Um, Shit, oh. fuck yeah! I, I no, I I've not dived into Game of Thrones at all. Wait, at all, have you you haven't seen any? No, no, I have no. I've never even seen the first episode or whatever. But oh shit, man! You should actually watch it. I don't know. Yeah, I guess. It's a big, it's a big week or a big month for nerds. The fucking Game of Thrones. There's like a fucking n- the new Star Wars trailer came out recently. Yeah. Fucking nerds nutting over that. Yeah. Um, there was like a picture of a blurry black hole. Just nerds, y'all are on. Y'all, yeah. I see y'all, and I and I congratulate. Nerds, you aka all your- the less <laughs> abled people. Um, <laughs> the less physically abled but mentally superior creatures of our planet <laughs> will take over as soon as bodies are no longer <laughs> necessary basically um, exactly shit stay in bed shitting and ordering postmates alright that's all I got dude He's, we gotta wrap this bitch up I gotta fuck yeah I, I gotta Damn, be, you're sure you, so you're literally just about to start your, your work day yeah it's uh, I, people the dedication for you is unrivaled <laughs> I got up at 4.50 a.m. And we started recording this at 5 a.m. Just to bring it to you. Bring it to you Exactly. Hot. Which is why you should leave that iTunes review that we were talking about. Yeah. Five stars. Yeah. Don't be, don't be fucking hater or don't fucking sabotage us. If you don't like it, five stars. And then shit, shit on us in the comments, in the comment section. But please get the, uh, if you can, um, on iTunes in particular. Uh, it really help us out as well as our 
Patreon page for more exclusive Patreon podcasts. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, we get a little more personal in that one. We we're like a little more laid back. We're talking about like I'll share my my uh, my the results of my physical on on Patreon. Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I I will film a colonoscopy and nice and post it on Patreon. Nice for all. Nice. <laughs> I'll perform the colonoscopy on Sammy for you people. <laughs> we got a, a flashlight and a, a fucking water hose or something. Fleshlight, <laughs> fleshlight, and a fucking. <laughs> That would be a dickoscopy. You're you're actually performing <laughs> a colonoscopy on the flashlight with your dick. It's it's kind of the point is we're gonna do both of them and Whoa. they're gonna be available on Patreon. So, Whoa. make sure to check that shit out and don't miss the colonoscopy slash uh, penisoscopy. <laughs> do they actually run cameras up people's dicks to look at stuff? Uh, probably. probably. I don't know for what, but. I'm assuming they would check out your bladder or something. Ooh, yeah, man. I had some Asahi's last night, by the way. I'm, I, as oh, much nice. as I keep saying, I'm not drinking anymore. And, and it's crazy. I mean, it's not crazy, but basically when you're out here, dude, like, like these are really long days and it's super busy. And like, we're in the middle of some stuff that has to get done in a matter of days. And so, and then I still have other shit that I'm working on kind of in the background that I still have to work on. So like yesterday, dude, like, I actually woke up at four and you're hella jet lagged. So they'll throw that into the mix. But I woke up at four, couldn't fall back to sleep. I was like, fuck it. I got on my laptop and I was working on some stuff from 4 a.m. until seven. And then I had a conference call from a video conference call in my hotel room from seven to 745. I ran downstairs, ate breakfast, got on the bus to go to uh, my place of basically where we're working here. And then I was there until so I got there at nine something. We're working all day there. And then we we left there at eight thirty PM. So that's basically just a twelve hour day at the place plus the fucking four hours I had already done. And Fuck. so I had like a sixteen hour day yesterday and like at the end of the day, like and I'm really cool with my, my a few coworkers that I travel with. Like we we're pretty casual and like hang out like socially and stuff, so so that's really nice. And and at the end of the day like that, when you're with people and you're all like tired, you're like, oh, let's go get dinner. And like, you just want to like slam a few drinks, you know? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. And, and, and nobody's like getting like stupid shit face drunk or anything, especially because we still have shit to do today or whatever. But like, just like, oh man, and, like a beer tastes so good after like 16 hour day like that. <laughs> you're like, all right, I'm not going to just, <laughs> I'm not going to like be like, oh no, I'm not drinking. Like, no, give me a fucking beer right now. Um <laughs> I had two two asahis and some like Italian food last night, and I just walked to my room and just fucking passed out. Like ten o'clock, I just like fell down. I was like, "That I'm done." I was like eleven or something. Nice. Fuck it. Does my other podcast eighty? Um, I'll be back in a couple of days. We will record the the Patreon only podcast for Patreon supporters next week. <laughs>